listening to another episode of the World's Team on Blogging the Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I am joined as always by Paul Stewart. Hey Paul, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, obviously I'm just back from holiday. I uh, just need to give a big thank you for Jeff Kavanagh for filling me in last week. Thanks for, thanks a lot, dude. That means a lot. But yeah, I was completely, I absolutely missed y'all last week. So, But yeah, I had a great time in Greece. But yeah, I missed covering the Cowboys. I mean, Greece sounds pretty nice. I won't lie. It looks like you uh, had a pretty good time. You got some good Instagrams out there for people to check out. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, don't get me wrong. Day five was a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's absolutely beautiful over there. The food was great. But day five over there was a wee bit slightly scary, but not scary because there was obviously the wildfires that were going on. Um, But, uh, but lucky we weren't anywhere near it, but basically the whole mountainside was all covered up in smoke so there was just like that wee bit of a question mark what do we do here but there was nothing like no state of emergency so it's all fine it's well contained and stuff like that so but but by the next following day it was all good but no it didn't dampen any hindrance on the holiday at all it was nice and chilled great food great company so that's a bit of a was it the ocean or it was like a sh- some shoreline that you were on was it a lake um it, it was probably on the beach yeah at least you got a little bit of a beach experience in greece i feel like that's my goal in life is to be on a beach in greece so i'm jealous yeah the beach was basically really extremely hot like especially on your feet and that like it didn't matter what type of flip-flops or whatever not you if you any little bit of sand was to touch your feet you you'd be feeling it so it was quite <laughs> every time you walked yeah god um it's disgustingly hot here so i completely understand that i was i had to get into the water yesterday in the river and i had to take my shoes off for a second and i was like i'm gonna burn my feet after like five seconds of being on this pavement Oh, before we do move on, let's just, everyone, please send Meg a big happy birthday. It was her birthday the other day there, so please, folks, if you can send her some big happy birthday wishes there, it'd be amazing. Yes, it is Virgo season. Um, Had a great birthday, so now I get to chat with you about these Dallas Cowboys. We love this for us. Let's go. <laughs> All righty. Well, we got some news. <clears throat> I literally... I was so confused because I had a group chat that was just like talking about um, like better than Will Greer um, and like did really well or like could be a great thing. And I'm like, what is happening? Can someone give me like context? Because they were talking about it without actually saying what happened. And I was Mm. like, I need you to explain. So I was like, are we talking about like Ben DiNucci? Did he do something good? Like what's happening? Um, And no, we picked up Trey Lance from... Uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, which he was like or the two. Pick. Yeah, third round overall pick in the 2021 draft, which a player that San Francisco, I think, I believe they traded up for actually. Um, so, yeah, a lot of um, investment was put into Trey Lance to actually produce in San Francisco. Obviously, at the time, like he was there with um Jimmy G and just never really managed to step like step into the limelight that he was supposed to for being like that high value of a pick. And he was obviously boosted out of the job by Brock Purdy. 
um, which is not a great sign when you're getting kicked out by Mr. Irrelevant. So it, it was going to be hard for them to not, you know, start him this year. So it's just like um, Brock, I mean, so yeah. it's kind of, we want to hang on to him and like, are, are we going to hang on to someone that we invested in and give him a chance when we have to like, there's, they couldn't go into the season without starting Brock, honestly. Um, it's, it kind of sucks that he went into that situation though, like with Jimmy G, like he never really got a shot. And then when he did, he got injured. So you, it's kind of like unknown what he could have been there. So it's come to where he can actually get a little development. Um, it's good. Good for him. Yeah, I'm I'm glad for him. Uh, he's got a fresh start ahead of him. I, I will say though, I was ju- I, like, when I saw the news break out, I was like, "Wait, did we actually just do something here?" Like, it, it just seemed like very out of character for us to make a kind of move like that right before the season. So I had to double check and check all the sources from NFL.com and all the twitters, like, uh, uh all the mainstream mainstream media outlets and I just to confirm if that was true and it, and it is and I was just like ah, wow we actually just gave San Francisco a fourth round pick for for Trey Lance I'm like, when you kind of look at it in hindsight I, I know some Cowboys fans are kind of like question marking about the trades like could we not maybe get another linebacker for example instead like because obviously we don't. Because obviously we'll talk about the injuries in just a short moment. But, um, but there is other things that were probably more desperately needed going into the season rather than getting the who is going to be a backup quarterback to Dak Prescott right now. Well, it seems that he's coming in in the QB three capacity, from what I'm seeing, um, at least for now. And I, I guess they want to carry three. That's up to them. I don't know <laughs> what they want to do with that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's – he's one of those – it's an investment in something that could pan out in the future. It could not. Um, you don't know much about this guy yet. So mm-hmm. you bring him in the house. You're going to kick the tires and, you know, see if he can develop into a better player. Um I, I feel like a lot of people's immediate reaction was like, this is a like putting Dak on notice kind of thing, but I didn't take it that way. Just considering how like how much she needs to grow in order to like actually take Dak's job. Also that being like, we owe Dak a lot of money and he has no trade clause next year. So it's not like he's going anywhere. Um, so I need everyone to calm down on that we're mm. gonna hear enough of that from the media all year so um oh it's the, it's the same yeah. it's the same mumble jumble from all the mainstream media right now so uh, like you've got idiots like LaShawn McCoy saying Dak is crap and all that type of stuff you've got all the other things that oh yeah Dak is not a leader all the blah 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 like I'm, I'm like I'm sorry but did he actually watch the Dallas Cowboys are they just covering it because it is just the Dallas Cowboys it just seems like if it was any if that Prescott was a quarterback for any other team he would not get this as much level as scrutiny and I think RG3, Robert Griffin the Bird, made that perfect tweet out there. He made a tweet saying that it's like that Prescott is probably the most over-criticized quarterback in the NFL because he plays for a particular team. If it was any other player that plays for the Dallas Cowboys, they'd be in the same situation that happened with Tony Romo. 
happened with Troy Aitman in the past. It's just because it's the Cowboys. That's it. It's true. Um, yeah, he he doesn't get a fair shake, but that's why we're here to give him his flowers when he deserves them. Um, Absolutely. Trey Lance is on is a Dallas Cowboy, and that means Will Greer is about to not be. <laughs> yeah. So as kind of some reports have kind of mentioned out there with um, regards to Will Greer. Um, it's reported that this is he's still going to be playing this game later today against mm-hmm. the Las Vegas Raiders, but it's going to be more of a swung song. Um, so he's been going to be given the full opportunity ahead of today's game, um, in order for him to actually get other teams interested in him. So you're likely going to see Will Greer likely ball out and in, into a certain capacity to get other teams interested in him. So, um, but again. We just don't know what to expect with the Cowboys in these preseason games. We're 0-2. We're going against the Las Vegas Raiders who are 2-0 and right now. So who knows? But again, it is preseason. What matters is this next game after this one is when it really gets down to. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, uh, we'll just, we'll have, I'm not going to say it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We'll just, you know, Trey Lance is on the team now. He'll be developing under Dak Prescott. Who better to learn from than someone like Dak? Especially, you know, Trey has been talked about for like the last several years about like, why aren't we giving him a shot? Like, is he good? Is he bad? We don't know. Like, let's go all in on him. And he knows he's already got that media exposure. People know who he is. So coming into the building with someone like Dak, that can be like helping him develop as a quarterback, but also helping him develop like, the mental toughness surrounding um, being in this league and, you know, now being a part of the Dallas Cowboys, that's going to be important for his development too. So that can't be undersold. I don't think. Yeah. But welcome to the team, Trey. Happy to have you. Um, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, welcome to Dallas. Um, welcome to the world's team, essentially. Exactly. All right. Well, now we have to talk about some guys that are, going to be missing the season this year um for upsetting mm. games. Um, so the Seahawks game last week um it we ended up with like three guys tearing ACLs they're all baby rookies um you know the most top of mind one being DeMarvion Overshone who I was literally just saying yeah. on that podcast with Jeff last week that I think that he's going to have the breakout season out of those out of the rookies and he yeah. was he was timed too. I mean, we've been talking about him all camp about how well he was doing. Yeah, yeah how he's developing and stuff like that. Yeah, th- th- yeah. Th- this is a this is a big blow to it's not just to overshone himself, but just to the linebacker core itself because we're very limited in terms of numbers for the linebacker core in general. And now that overshone is now gone, so I mean, luckily the Jabril Cox and stuff like that are stepping up to the plate. Uh, that they're actually showing their potential right, right now in the defense. But again, I'm very concerned now with the rotation of numbers within the linebacker quarters. We are very fine-lined when it comes to that. And missing Overshawn, who can bring does bring in that more de- that really good depth. And also, like it's not like your typical linebacker. He's, he drops back into coverage a lot more than some of the other guys do compared to like, sort of LVE, who's like, really good to stop in the run, for example. 
Overshun's a really guy who can actually drop back into debt, like drop back into coverage and make the tackle from there. So there's, yeah, it's, it's it's a big blow, I think, for the Dallas Cowboys. I think, and this is kind of relating back to like the whole Trey Lance scenario there. It's like, if there was any move that we were going to do, I would have thought we made a trade it up for a more experienced linebacker, for example, like just to kind of come in and plug in and play. Um, because obviously it's a quite a, it's a position that is very low in numbers right now, like in, in terms of across the other um, groups across the defense. Yeah, I'm thinking, so, you know, there's, there are guys that have been, been that are in the building that I think Dan Quinn is, um, you know, interested in seeing um, in the take or step up, I guess I should say. And that, I think the biggest one is like Marquise Bell is seems to be the talk of like, of like taking that opportunity, just like getting more snaps maybe back there. Um, and he's been someone that John Fossil likes as well. So it, if those guys like him and like think that there's a potential for him, like give him some more reps, see how he does, I guess. It's obviously we would, that the smart thing, no, maybe not the smart thing. The thing that we would want them to do is go get someone like a linebacker. But when you're talking about people that are making decisions, they're in the building, they might see opportunities that we're kind of missing, like Marquis Bell. Like that's someone that I wouldn't mm. have thought of. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's a good opportunity for Alexa Alexa Bell, like you just kind of mentioned there. Like, that's one guy I'm actually fairly thrilled to see what he can do, like, even particularly for this preseason game, because this, like, obviously. Yeah, we, today. yeah so we expect to see him play a lot today. Um, also, like, obviously, we kind of mentioned like some World Green stuff, but. Um, <sighs> And even looking at like so the white the, the battle for the wide receiver groups as well uh, uh, as well like you've got I think Jalen Tolbert has solidified himself now. Uh, I think yeah. Yeah, I think I think he's solidified his place as a wide receiver number four. It's it's now the question who's going to be the wide receiver number five. And my question to you is who's it going to be? Is it going to be Jalen Brooks or Semi Fahoko or Jalen Marono Cropper? Is it? I feel like it's probably going to be Simi just because he has more time on the field. Like, but I, I know Brooks, Jalen Brooks had a great camp. I just, I wonder if they, they'll just go like time under development versus, you know, who's showing out at training camp, because obviously we've said this training camp is designed to make those guys look good. And <clears throat> we've seen it translate on the field. Um, but maybe they just feel more comfortable with Simi is would be my thought process on like why I say him over the others. But what do you think? I think uh, those three guys, I think it's going to be Jalen Brooks um, purely because he has been the most consistent of the guys. He has been making more of the actual grabs throughout camp and through the games. Mm-hmm. I do like Simi for whole court. The potential is there, but he has been dropping passes Uh so it does hinder his chances unless today he absolutely balls out and makes a statement and forces Jalen Brooks to cause mistakes on the field. So that's the only scenario I could think of here. But in terms of like some Marona Cropper and stuff, like that, I think those guys, like, like so those guys and all the other guys, like Drummond and stuff like that, um, 
they are going to be practice squad players uh, in a foreseeable future type of thing. So, um, a trying to about all the other wide receivers, but this, we've just got so many this in this year's camp. I, I, it's hard to keep track of, but I think for like the battle of the number five wide receiver position and potentially special teams, I think it's going to be Jalen Brooks. All right. Um. Yeah, that's something that fun that you can you know if you're tuning in. <laughs> I know preseason games aren't always super exciting, but when you have stuff to like pay attention to, let's mm-hmm. see Wilger's swan song. Let's see if we can get some of those young linebackers, some snaps, see how everything pans out and, you know, see if Jalen Brooks has a day. Absolutely. And don't forget folks, the game is 7 PM central time. And if you're are there in the UK, the game will be at 1 AM on Sunday. Uh, yeah. So, Sleep. so he'll be yeah up. <laughs> yeah so I'll, I'll i'll be up late watching the game um meg i'm sure you'll be watching the game as well yeah well i will be watching it yeah i should be back by then we're gonna be on the river i'm not gonna bust my butt to get back to watch it but i will have yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you can you can hear by my voice i'm incredibly jealous right now but the fact <laughs> of uh, like being on floats and having beers just yeah. sounds like heaven right now yeah, we have um we have our my previous guest host from last week is in the other room. I was like, bring me a pre-drink before we go on this river. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be a good day for some football. It'll be a good day for some river floating. Uh, and it could be a good day for Brooks and Bell. We'll see. Fingers crossed. And uh, who knows, one of the other guys that we've not even talked about might actually be the big surprise uh, out there. Guys we've not even figured out to mention. So who knows? That's the whole beauty of a preseason. It's, you're looking for one of those guys that stands out and you think, okay, that guy can actually make the roster here. And what impact can he bring and what drive can he bring to, towards the Cowboys to make them even stronger. So that's the whole point of preseason. You want to see some of these guys to really step up and show they are able to do that. And funnily enough, the guys actually like game by game has been stepping up is Brandon Aubrey, the kicker. Like he's actually been starting. He's starting to. They really need to give him more. um, Yeah. Field goals this game. Like if, you need to kick the tires on that a little more. I think he didn't get enough opportunity last game and I would like to see him yeah. more, but when he was out there, he was, he was doing pretty well. So that was good to see. I totally agree. Just give him more exposure to that situation in this game. Even if it's far down, like see if it's like far than 15, screw it. Just go for the field goal. Like just like, just end of the day, we want to make sure that we're, we're, we're made the right choice in terms of the kicker. And we don't want to be like, one like seven days out from the opening game of the season and already having to having to panic about a new kicker. So I'm yeah. already like so I am totally agree with you. We need to give Aubrey more opportunity, but he has been showing improvement. So it's always a good sign. It's definitely not a bad one. So we'll take what we can get on that. Um but all right guys that game is gonna be tonight so make sure you check that out. Um let us know your thoughts afterwards. We want to we want to chat with you about um, how the guys did and, you know, how excited we are for the season to start. So be sure to reach out to us. I am at Bangberry with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. And Paul is. I am Peace Do on Instagram and Twitter. There you go. And make sure to go like all his grease photos. He was flexing on all of us. So 
Yeah, I'm no, I'm not exactly like Zeus or Ares, the god of war, or just the god of gods right now. I don't have a body for it, but hey, at least I came back with a tan. At least my. <laughs> <laughs> on the top of your head <laughs> yeah just 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 a little bit at the top of my head yeah a little bit <laughs> all right guys well make sure that you check out all the content from blogging the boys at bloggingtheboys.com there's something every single day as well as a new podcast for you to listen to every day talking about those dallas cowboys so be sure to rate review subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts tell paul that he looks like a greek god with a little tan just say it you know it's true yeah. um, <laughs> anyways until next week, go Cowboys. Let's go.